0: It's a joy to be with you again, and I bring you greetings from Calgary and trust that you are all doing well on the island as you follow Jesus there. Uh, This morning, our devotional is on Psalm chapter 71, and I'm not sure whether Pastor Scott actually gave me this psalm or not because of my age, but it's a psalm written by an old man who is talking about God's uh, faithfulness, and so I want to bring that to you today. I want to begin with a quote. Uh, it's from Martin Luther, actually. And Martin Luther said this It would be a very good thing if young people were wise and old people were strong. But God has arranged things better. Uh, in other words, what he's saying is that young people are strong and old people are wise. And we see the wisdom of this old man in Psalm chapter 71. You know, throughout the Bible, God has used old people to honor him uh, with their lives. We think of uh, Abraham. Uh, he was 100 years old when Isaac was born and his wife Sarah was 90. Uh, we think of Moses, who was 80 when God uh, enlisted him, actually 40 years after he was young and foolish. He was older by then and wise, and God uh, used him to lead the people out of Egypt. Uh, we think of Caleb uh, being 85 years old and saying "God," uh, saying to, to the, the Joshua, give me the hardest country, I'll take it. I'm still young and uh, in, in heart, and I'm able to do that. And, you know, even the Apostle John uh, was uh, pushing 90 years old, most people think, when uh, Jesus gave him the revelation that we have uh, in our Bible to, uh, to look at. Uh, and so Psalm 71 is uh a psalm about about uh, wonderful things that we can celebrate when we're old. And if you're older like me, you know you look back on life and you say, "God, uh, you've been so faithful." And really, that's what this psalm is all about. It's about the faithful endurance uh, in one's later years because of God's faithfulness uh, to us as we have lived uh, our lives. Uh, this psalm is written by someone that we don't know uh, who it was. It, it's an anonymous psalm. Many of them are written by David and other people we know. This one we're not sure but I'm very very glad uh, that it's in the Bible Uh, in his old age uh, he is being attacked by his enemies Uh, they think that he is old and frail and so he can be overcome but he knows better because he knows the Lord and so let's look at this psalm together shall we it's written in four parts Uh, the first part is verses 1 to 8 and it's about confidence Uh, this old man expresses confidence not in himself but in the Lord Uh, Since his youth, he says, he has put his trust in God, he's never been disappointed, and he has every reason then to praise God in his twilight years. And you know, I'm not in my twilight years, I hope, Uh, but as I get older, probably the last third of my life anyways, uh, I'm just so thankful for God's faithfulness and far be it from me uh, to ever see anything but God's faithfulness today as he carries on no matter what happens. Uh, This man has not relied on his own ability, but he's trusted in God's sovereignty. And so over his long life, he's just found God uh, to be faithful. And I love what verse 5 says. It says this, For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust, all the way from my youth. Um, And can I ask you today, no matter what age you are, is your trust in the Lord? You know, we're, we're in these days where, uh, boy, the world is a messy place. Our country is a messy place. There are things happening all over the place that can give us reasons to feel insecure. Is your assurance and your security in Jesus? Or is it in something else that will crumble and ultimately pass away? I trust that your faith and your security for your life, for your family's life, for everything that's going on is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the second part is where he actually has some contrition, verses 9 through 13. Uh, and his contrition is about being old and about being more frail and about not being able to rely on uh, his own strength coupled with God's strength as much. Uh, he says, God, help me in my old age. I must confess that there are times as I get older and I go, God, I can't do the things that I used to do. You know, it takes me a little longer to recover. I, I just don't quite have the endurance and the strength that I used to have. And I'm sure some of you are probably feeling that way. Uh, you know, I, I think of our dear friend, George Brewster. Uh, George is gonna be a 100 years old next year and George would join me in saying, hey, I don't have the endurance that I used to have, but George loves Jesus Christ with all his heart and he proclaims him all the time. I'm so thankful for George in our New Life family. Uh, and so, you know, the, the psalmist says this, he says, God, don't cast me off uh, because I'm old. Don't forsake me when my strength fails. God, come and help me be my support. And uh, as we get older, isn't it wonderful that we can call on the Lord to support us, to support us as we begin to wear out. You know, one of the lessons, again, alluding to Martin Luther's quote that I began with, is that when we're young, uh, you know, we think that, uh, boy, we can just do anything. And it's it's good to feel that way. It's good to see how far we can go, how high we can fly. And when we trust in the Lord and when we're young, the Lord takes us to incredible places and and we're able to accomplish amazing things for him with all of the gifts and the ability that he's given to us. And then as we get old and we can't do that as much anymore, we can look back and give thanks for all of that. But we can also say, God, you have been my refuge. Continue to be that. As I grow frail, God, I'm going to rely on you even more. Uh, are you doing that today? No matter what your age, are you relying on God completely? Um, I've made the mistake sometimes of saying, God, you know what? I know what you want me to do. I'll take it from here. And I can see God just going, oh, no. He's going to do it again. Um, And I've had to learn the hard way many times. Um, Don't do that if you can possibly help it, all right? Let the Lord lead you and guide you. Uh, Trust in him. Let him be the one in charge every day. Uh, Third part of this psalm, verses 14 to 21, we'll go over it quickly, is uh, the writer's commitment. In the face of threats of people that think he's old and, oh, we can overcome this man, uh, he remains anchored in God. Now, we've talked about that a little bit already, but listen uh, to what he says as he looks at the trials that he is enduring now. Uh, and, re- and he's uh, basically stating this. Uh, these trials are not going to destroy my faith. They're actually going to deepen my faith. They're going to deepen my reliance upon God. Uh, instead of turning bitter... He remains buoyant. He remains full of confidence. Uh, and he reads this in verse 14. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. Because, O oh God, you have taught me from my youth, and to this day I declare your wondrous works. So now also when I'm old and gray-headed, God, I know that you will not forsake me. So do not forsake me, God. Uh, yes, uh, trials, as we go through life, we will face them. I'm fond of saying, I said it to the congregation that I'm taking care of here in Calgary just now. Yesterday, as we celebrated church together, I'm doing this on a Monday. I said, you know, if uh, if hard times aren't in your life right now, just wait a while. You will face trials. And Jesus said, in this life, you will have trouble. But I love what he says next. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And the psalmist knows that God is able. And so he gives his life again to the Lord. If you're facing a trial today can i just uh again encourage you trust in the lord with all your heart don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him he will direct your path that's not some wishful hope that is a promise found in proverbs 3 5 and 6 it is something that god declares to us and so trust in the lord with all your heart the psalmist as an old person says god My trials have only made my faith in you stronger. Now, that's an amazing thing, because there are trials that can literally take us right down to the bottom of everything. And when you get there, is the Lord there with you? That's really the question. Well, in the end, let's finish off. He goes to celebration, and he says this in verses 22 to 24. My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing to you, O God. So here's this old man, who knows how old he is, think of someone really old, older than me I hope. Uh, And they're lifting their hands and raising their voice to God because they just love him with all their heart. Uh, In his old age, the writer recognizes and celebrates God's faithfulness to him in his life. And I think he's also thinking of his forever and thinking, hey, listen, if God has been faithful for me now, I know that he will be faithful for me forever. I'll close with a story of a famous Christian. His name was Polycarp. He was one of the early leaders of the the Church of Jesus Christ, a a tremendous leader. But uh, he's known best, not for the way he led the church during his lifetime, but for the way he died for Jesus Christ. And that was maybe his ultimate act of leadership. Uh, He was 86 years old, and the Roman governor in his area uh, called Polycarp before him, knowing that he was the leader of the church in that city, and uh, commanded him to denounce Jesus and to declare Caesar uh, was Lord. Uh, And here's Polycarp's answer. Let me read it to you. He says, 86 years I have served the Lord Jesus Christ, and he has been faithful to me. So how can I now be faithless to him and blaspheme the name of my Savior, I simply can't do that, governor. Now, the governor, of course, knew that he wasn't going to denounce um, his faith. And so uh, he, this was his opportunity. And he commanded that Polycarp be bound to uh, a, a wooden stake and a fire be built around him. And then he'd be burned at the stake. Think of this, an 85-year-old man, a man of peace in Jesus Christ, burned at the stake. Uh, And as they brought out the ropes to secure him to the stake, this is the man. Listen to what he says next. He says, put away those ropes. The one who gives me strength to endure the flames will give me strength not to flinch here at the stake. You threaten me with a fire that burns for a short while and is quickly quenched. For you do not know the fire that awaits the wicked and the judgment to come and an everlasting punishment. So why are you waiting? Come and do what you will to me. And they prepared the fire and polycarp died as a martyr even in his old age he died proclaiming the lord is good and he is my strength can i i just close uh, again by asking you this question is the lord your strength or is something else what you're leaning on and i just again with with all of my heart and all of my being encourage you as i encourage myself today to lean on the lord the Lord is good. He is able. He is faithful. And it is our role and our joy to be faithful to him. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you. And the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace this day forevermore. We'll talk to you again soon.